Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. To the Service Legend Podcast, a show for home service business owners who are looking to dominate their market and see more profit, more freedom, and more impact from their services. Hey, I'm your host, Ryan Davis, CEO and founder at Service Legend and Cardinal Concrete Coating. Each episode, I'll be interviewing home service legends, industry experts, coaches, consultants, software companies, and a whole lot more. See you guys on the podcast. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Service Legend Podcast. Uh, I have a real treat for you guys today. Um, so excited to bring Stefan Martinez uh, to the show. Welcome, man. Thank you for having me, man. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. I know this one was a long time coming uh, between you and I going back and forth. Um, and first off, man, I just want to uh, say thank you for reaching out to me in the first place. Um, just giving me an opportunity to come alongside the, the vision um, and the dream. And uh, I'm just grateful and excited to share the message today, man. No, absolutely. No, thank you for um, for reaching out too. I think it's, you know, what we're trying to do and what we're trying to build is something really special that hasn't been done before. And, you know, the fact that we're able to get all these amazing people involved and people that really see the vision and projection of where we're trying to take it. You know, I'm just I'm just happy to be that bridge, really. But it's people like yourselves that makes everything as special as it is. So thank you, honestly. Yeah, man. Um, and for those that are listening live, thank you guys. Uh, if you are live, um, please put in comments, hashtag live. Um, please share uh, the stream. You can share it into other groups, other uh, contractors, other business owners, uh, so we can serve them as well. Um, and also, if you're catching the replay in the group, thank you for catching the replay and setting some time aside. Um, I know you guys are busy, so appreciate the listeners, the followers, uh, the reviews, and uh, everybody. But for those of you that don't know Stefan um, or... Um, uh, or what the the whole American Dream event is all about. Um, on today's episode, um, this one's going to be a treat. So let's jump right into it. Um, Stefan Martinez is is the visionary behind the American Dream event. Uh, Stefan is a passionate advocate for the Latino community and underserved populations, and he's a visionary entrepreneur, author, business owner, consultant, and international speaker. Uh, he's here to share his inspiring journey and the incredible work he's doing to help individuals achieve their dreams in this amazing country. Um, and it's never been a better time. Um, you know, and I want to first just start uh, before some questions and things like that I have prepared. Um, that's my version of you. Um, but if you could just give us a little backstory to who you are um, and, and, and kind of what you've been up to maybe the past couple of years and kind of what led to, to this vision. Absolutely. So essentially, you know, I grew up from immigrant parents. My mom and dad immigrated from Colombia. They got divorced maybe when I was 12, 13 years old. And throughout the whole transcourse of, you know, my childhood, you know, I saw what, you know, the opportunity of the American dream could really mean to people, right? You know, people come from all parts of the world 
for an opportunity known as the American dream. And for my parents, it was really big on education. They're like, hey, you know, we're coming here for an opportunity to sacrifice and provide for you guys. My mom cleaned houses. My dad worked in construction. I used to help my mom clean houses when I was like 13, 14. And it was one of those where, you know, I sat back and realized and I had this conceptual concept of, okay, well, if I want to make money, I need to go to school. So I, I went to school, got my degree in business. And then one step forward, we moved towards the COVID phase. I said, I want to do my MBA once I finished school, did my master's in business, and I was going to do an internship at Shell. And, you know, for me, I thought I had the whole idea of the American concept kind of tied down and said, well, you know, I did school, I got my master's, I did everything, now I'm going to make some real money. Fast forward my buddy's birthday, we go to a bar and he says, hey, man, you know, let's just go out, have a good time. It's my birthday. I said, sure, yeah, I'll come with you, of course. And then maybe it's around maybe like 1 a.m. And I see this guy just dressed in a really nice, nice tuxedo, looks like a proper businessman. And I'm just minding my business. You know, I'm just talking with my friends. And then from some odd apparent reason, we just start talking. And I'm like, yep, did my MBA, going to do an internship. And he's like, man, I had my MBA, this and that. You know, you're going to end up at a cubicle just doing one thing. If you really want to know how to make money, here's my number. Call me in the morning if you're serious. I run a $20 million company. And it was one of those where, I mean, it's 1 a.m., right? You know, you don't know if he's... You know, a human <laughs> trafficker, you know, you have all these weird ideas in yeah. your head. And I'm just like, you know what? I have a good feeling about this guy. I really do. And I called him in the morning. He's like, we're leaving to Louisiana in like an hour. If you're serious, pack up your stuff. Your wow. life will change. <laughs> and I called my mom. It was Labor Day. We we're going to do a barbecue. And I said, Mom, I have an opportunity that I think I can miss. Something's telling me to just jump for it. And she was like, good luck. I wish you the best. Take advantage of it. And then that's when I learned everything in the blue collar trade and it was specifically in the construction but you know in the back end stuff he had an online training platform and i learned everything from you know sales recruiting retention production quality control marketing strategizing you know admin hr how to collectively and cohesively run a 20 million dollar company from the back end hmm. so that's mm -hmm. how it started and then being in that space i absolutely killed it and he was more like you know it's either sink or swim with him so either you get the concept or you don't. And it was tough at first because I didn't even know what a shingle was. So I was kind of like, man, like, I don't know, you know, what I'm doing. I don't really understand it, but I did understand business. I always understood it as a young kid. I was always an entrepreneur. You know, I would sell lollipops for like $2 each. You know, I, I understood the concept of business. So then I just had to apply this with the information of the industry. Right. Yeah. And then I absolutely killed it. And he was like, dude, come move to Scottsdale. I moved to Scottsdale with him. And then I was the youngest director of sales at a $20 million company at 21. And I learned everything from, you know, again, from A to Z on how to run a successful business. And then I was with them for maybe two years. And then at that point, I saw the blue collar space and I really understood it. And I realized that maybe, you know, let's say 70 to 80% of them, right, unfortunately don't have the financial literacy to really scale and grow their business. And a lot of people in that space specifically speak Spanish, mm -hmm. you know, and they come from different parts just to learn and just provide and support their families. And that's when I said, you know, instead of me looking left and me look right and provide the same value that I've you know, learned and now I'm giving, but I want to give it to the Latino market. And that's when we started to really branch out and blow up. Yeah, it's incredible, man. Um, man, I appreciate you sharing that story. It's, it's, it's incredible. 
Uh, I feel like I could spend an hour just dissecting that um, and, and <laughs> learning more about you. Um, did you, I want to clarify, um, did you say that? So, so I know you were, um, your parents were immigrants, right? Mm. Um, and then you said that you were cleaning houses with them, right? With with my family? mom. Yeah. So she oh. would wake up at like 5 AM and I just wanted to help her out. Cause I would see how she, you know, how hard it was. We would go to this, it was one of those, um, I don't want to say like corporate housing, but those offices that are, you know, like multi offices, if that makes sense in those lots. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah to help her out with the lots at vacuum, take out the trash. And she was like, see, this is why you need to go to school. You know, you don't want to do mm. this for the rest of your mm. life. Mm. It was one of those. That's where I yeah. came from. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Um, man, that's incredible, man. That How old were you when you were seeing your mom do that and, 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 and you stepped up in that way? How old were you? Around 13, 14. So a, a lot of the responsibility really came into my plate when my parents got divorced. Mm -hmm. Right. Because then, you know, in a sense, that weight on the shoulders of, you know, I guess supporting your family or more, you know, helping your mom out who doesn't really understand the language and being that person that she can rely on kind of mm -hmm. starts to really fall on me. And I started to not take advantage of the opportunities that I was given. You know, hence, you know, I would always have a certain mindset, a certain portrayal of always wanting to, you know, be someone better, become someone better. I wasn't the most perfect kid, obviously, but a little bit of a black sheep here and there. Yeah. But, you know, I think all entrepreneurs have that. At, you know, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. yeah. If, if you're the black sheep in your family and you're an entrepreneur, listen to this. Give us some love in the comments. You don't have to yeah. put black, black, uh, black sheep if you don't want to. But I, yeah, man, you know, it's interesting. Um, when you did that, my dad had a power washing business when I was in high school. And it wasn't very big. You know, my dad ended up being a teacher and, and, and did really, really well at that. Had a great career. Um, but in high school, he had this power washing company. It was similar. Um, he did gas stations, though. Um, and so they did it at night, right? And so I remember being, you know, 12, 13, 14 uh, as well. And, um, and like literally like 8 p.m. at night to like 4 a.m. would go work here and there sometimes. I didn't do much of it. My younger brother did more of it. But I have that similar story where um, – you know, it's like, um, I like to ask the origin story because there's a lot of similarities, you know, from every entrepreneur. There's like, these similarities are so consistent. Um, I love what you said though, is like that, like those experiences when you were younger, um, yep. it kind of helps you like not take things for granted. Um, you know, there's humility there. Um, you know, and it doesn't seem like you're afraid of, uh, failing or a little bit of hard work, you know? No, not at all. It's it's funny you mentioned that as I was driving to the studio today, I was thinking to myself, you know, just life in general, especially business, because no one has the perfect business on the first year. People always, you know, they find their defaults, their mistakes. But some of the biggest mistakes and accidents actually created some of the biggest inventions. I think the <laughs> other this morning I was looking at it, actually, it says. Um, so I don't know if you know this, but on accident, things like penicillin, uh, the microwave. Like all these other things, uh, Velcro, the pacemaker, radioactivity, it was all made by mistakes. <laughs> and I think humans, you know, it's just about what you do when you make those mistakes, whether mm. it's in business life or in personal life. You know, no, no one has the perfect life either. But I think if you perfect yourself internally first and, you know, take care of your mistakes internally, that automatically extends to your business where you can fix mm. your, you know, your business stuff because now you're focused on what's really important, which is the business once you focus on yourself first.
Yeah. I, yeah. I love that. It's, it's, it's hard to come as your best self to anything uh, mm. if you're not your best self, <laughs> Absolutely. you know, and yeah. that's what I love about your event too, is like, um, you know, and I want to hear more about it here in a second, but like, you know, how I see it, it's like, um, that's that process because massive action for me creates massive clarity, you know, and I had, um, someone I look up to mention that to me and it just made so much sense. I'm like, massive action creates massive clarity. Like, what does that mean? It's like going to the events. It's like showing up to the podcast. It's calling the clients. It's, you know, it's showing up when you don't want to, and you know, and things like this, but it's like, when you get into that massive action for mm -hmm. some reason, you just start to have all this clarity and you're like, Oh, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I feel like this event, you know, um, I imagine the last, um, last summer was the first, um, annual, like the first event, right? Yeah. The first one was June. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And I imagine if anybody that went to that event and got into that massive action, probably had some massive clarity during that Absolutely. event or afterwards. Um, Absolutely. One of, one of the things that I really wanted my event to separate aside from the targeted audience, because I believe the Latino community could always be endorsed more to receive more help was the messages that we wanted to give to the audience. Hmm. You know, a lot of conferences have specifically, let's say construction or a real estate event or closers or a sales event. For me, it was, I wanted to get the best people from different areas, just come educate, bring value, um, you know, bring their life story, all that good stuff where we had people coming from. So like Rene Rodriguez is good when it comes to the neurological um, science in terms of how the brain yeah. works. I'm speak. excited about that one right there. I'm very yes. excited about him. And that's really cool. Right. And how to amplify yourself as a leader. We had Tommy Mello speak as well. He's, I think, probably one of the biggest industry players in the garage space. Who's that? Yeah. Who's who's Tommy? Yeah, I don't know who Tommy is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably end up sending this to him, too. Um, we had Tommy. Great guy, too. We had people. Carlos Reyes is big in the real estate space. You know, again, people just in different in niches. Right. Because you know, business is the same. It really is, right? It's just the moment you realize how to systematically formulate it and replicate it, right? But also, if you're an entrepreneur and you have money, you're interested in learning how different industries work from real estate to real estate investment to marketing to digital marketing, traditional marketing, you know, how to sales, you know, how to set up anything. So that's what I really wanted to do. I wanted to bring all sorts of value, you know, from business to physical health, mental health, emotional health. Yeah, I love that, man. Um, and you know, I'm you know, I'm curious. You know, is there um, who is the ideal person um, or 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 avatar, if you will, to come to this event? You know, is it is it is it only let only uh, Latino you know um, people? Is it is it is it is it everyone? Everyone should come. Is it only home service? Yeah. Um, Talk about who should who should be interested. The target audience, honestly, is everyone. So the, this is the thing: the Latino community. Sometimes we can we feel underserved and underappreciated. And you know, I've had a lot of conversations with people in the blue collar space that are Latino. And you know, I, I have I've asked them why don't you attend you know X and Y event? You know, that's really popular. They feel inferior and they feel intimidated because there's a language barrier. Right. Wow. And there's a sort of inconsistency. Right. So the moment I kind of reflected and analyzed that, I said, well, I want to make an event where it's promoted and they're encouraged to come. Mm. Right. But at the same time, you know, if you have a, a giant like Tommy Mello coming to speak at an event, you know, you can speak Spanish or English. You still want to listen to someone <laughs> as great as him. Yeah. Right. So it's catered to everyone, all aspiring entrepreneurs, you know, a, 
it's not specifically niched in one space. And that's the beauty of it. You know, we, we do focus a little bit more on the blue collar side just because the market's more saturated there. But in terms of who we bring in, we bring people from everywhere just so you can, you know, become really cultivated with all this information. And having said that, you know, anyone from aspiring entrepreneurs to Latinos to, you know, someone young or, you know, anyone really, it's, it's an open field. Do you know, um, there's a guy and he's going to, he, he's going to like me saying this, but no. there's a, uh, I'll call him a kid. You know, I'm just kidding. He, he's a man, he's like 23, but anyways, he runs a company here in Phoenix called TPG Paints and Stains, Ricardo. Okay. Have you heard of him at all? Not yet. No, I have not okay. been introduced. He's Latino. Um, and this guy is, uh, I'm so inspired by him. Like, so he runs a painting company, very successful here. Um, and we're going to be working together um, on, on some of the coaching, um, stuff that server session is doing. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I'll have to let him know about it as well. Cause he's here local and he's, just, you know, and I think about it's like, and I want to ask him, you know, a little bit, like, why are you so on fire? Like who, who did you connect with? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, because I feel like, you know, it, it actually makes me, you know, sad to hear that, you know, that the Latino community feels underserved and underappreciated and, and intimidated to go to these events because the reality is, is, um, no one should feel like that, you know, yeah. um, in, you know, in, in this world. So that makes me, you know, a little bummed out. And what are you, what are some things you think that, um, anyone could do to maybe counteract that or, or, or to step up and serve in a different way? I think it's, it's more understanding, you know, as a, as a Latino, right. You know, you come from a whole different world essentially, right. You know, it's a whole different culture, Right. And when people migrate to the United States, which I think, in my opinion, is the best country in the world, you know, when you come here, you know, you come kind of vulnerable, vulnerable. There you go. A little tongue twister there. Right. So you're kind of insecure a little bit of, you know, do people want the best for you? Are, are they really in your best interest? This and that. So having said that, when someone comes here, they're kind of hesitant. Right. And I realized being enclosed at the beginning that the best way to really level up in terms of business, life, anything is to just be open to networking and putting yourself yourself out there, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a there's a little bit of fear which comes that from that insecurity and that language barrier, and you know that kind of feeling of you know do they really want the best for me? Do they want to see me win? You know are they just trying to utilize me and use me for their own benefits? This and that. So I think if you know the person that comes here, specifically the Latino person, really understands that hey you know it's all about how I perceive myself, how I want to carry myself and where I want to go and how I will not pretty much let anyone stop me from getting to that objective and, you know, putting yourself out there, which is, it's that easy, you know, going to an event, this and that. And maybe let's say there's a language barrier. Well, that's why we made an event like this. So the language barrier doesn't exist. Right. Mm. So again, it's really putting yourself out there. And I really can't stress enough on the power of networking and building relationships. That's pretty much what changed my life at 1 a.m. at a bar. Right. Because from that from that instant and that opportunity transcended into something, you know, really big. I was in sales and then my clients weren't even my clients they were my friends. Mm -hmm. And from there, they started to support my concerts that I was building on and projecting later on and later on. Yeah, it's amazing, man. Uh, by the way, we had somebody ask for um, or they said, where's that book? Did you mention a book earlier? Yeah, I did write a book. Uh, so I wrote a book. It's on Amazon. It's called The American Dream by Stephen Martinez. It's also in Spanish, too. So it's El Sueño Americano by Stephen Martinez or The American Dream by Stephen Martinez. So that's the one I, I wrote as well. And it's not really 
an autobiography. It's more of all the experiences that I learned from, you know, all these mentors. You know, there's I have maybe now I have maybe like three or four mentors that I specifically go to for specific reasons. You know, let's say the most intellectual mentor when it comes to business isn't the best when it comes to physical health. Let's say, he's, you know, he's a little overweight or this or that. You don't want to ask him for gym advice. (laughs) So I think it's really important to have different sorts of mentors. I have one of my great, great friends. He's my for my mental health. And then, you know, your emotional well-being, your physical well-being, business. Right. You need a good support system as well. And I think when you are able to really characterize and amplify those traits Mm -hmm. and better them, you know, again, you're, you're fixing your mistakes and you're going to help extend that to your business to where you can really focus and dive in. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. There's also, um, I'm going to, I'm going to get in contact with, with these guys. Um, mm. uh, there's a guy, um, it's him and his partner, um, Juan Vasquez, uh, Vasquez. Um, he owns a pretty successful painting company. Um, and then, uh, they're both Latino and they started a, a podcast called Las Pintoras. Last um, yeah. yeah. And, um, their company's called illusions painting and their podcast is doing really well. And it's, and it's, and it's all about Latino business. Um, and, and, and I'm telling you, it seems like your vision is, is, is in alignment with theirs. Um, and that'd be sweet if, if, uh, we can get them connected as well. Um, I can just see it now, like them having like their podcast set up, you know, at your event. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll hit up Juan, man, for sure. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I would be very open to that. And it, it's funny you mentioned that too, um, how, you know, you're saying how these people would align as well. And that's, that's one of the things that I think as cliche as it might sound, you know, law of attraction and, you know, your mindset is so big when it comes to certain things and the power of it is just outstanding. You know, you'd be surprised, you know, how familiar and how, you know, that similar interests that certain people have that are kind of, let's say on a pedestal or, you know, seen more as an influencer and an entrepreneur, this or that they have a lot of stuff in common. And if you can really project yourself and just attract that, which is really easy and better yourself, you start to attract all these amazing things. You know, it's like that saying too, when you're doing bad, you know, that bad things tend to happen. Right. But it's also going when, you know, when you're bettering yourself as a person, you know, Mm -hmm. spiritually getting closer to God, emotionally, you know, dealing with, you know, any emotional problems you might've had from your childhood or family, you know, physical eating good, taking care of yourself, you know, that starts to really extend and people see that energy. And that starts to really attract people that are at a much higher um, level. So it really does matter when it comes to that sort of stuff. And I think, you know, being in that sort of mindset helps you amplify yourself to really take yourself to the next level because you start to revolve yourself around, you know, more elevated people as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, yeah, man. I, you know, I, I feel like I, I personally owe everything to um, the mentors and the people I've been around. Um, sometimes there's like people like, you can go to an event and you can learn great things. And, um, the biggest takeaway sometimes has been, Hey, I spent three minutes with some guy, got his phone number, we connected. Um, and, um, like, you know, for example, there's a guy named Victor Rancor in the HVAC space and, um, we haven't spoke much, but there's a lot of things I feel like we're in common, reach out and boom, Hey, get on the phone with him on Thursday. And I get to, it's like that activity. Um, and you know, it does take you to be vulnerable, you know, Mm -hmm. to, to take your wallet out, pay for the logistics, pay for the ticket, fly there, leave your family, leave the business. That's vulnerable. That's, you know, um, even for myself, like, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a commitment that you have to make. Um, and you know, I feel like when you kind of step into those commitments, 
and step into the action, like, like what you're saying, everything just starts to make sense, you know? And, and, and like you said, it can compound the negative way or it can compound in a positive way. You know, either way, there's going to be compound interest, you know? Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, nailed it there. That's, a, that's the best way to word it. Absolutely. Well, and I like the way Ed Milet um, says it, you know, he, he talks about confidence. He's like, you know, you have to keep the promises you make to yourself, you know? And so, you know, if you want to grow your business next year, and like you keep telling yourself that you're telling your family that your team that and and then and then and then you see this opportunity to come learn about the American dream, come be in a similar community where people know, like and trust you and and, 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 and things like that. And um, you're not being judged. It's like, hey, shame on you at this point if you don't go, you know, because um, that's that's what creates the opportunities. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about about the event specifically. Um, yeah. Can you give us a little bit of insight of like what uh, and I know it's, you know, quite a ways away, but do you yeah. have any insight you can share with us of what maybe to expect or any fun, fun attractions or, or, or things like that? Absolutely. So our, our next one's going to be June 20th and 21st in Phoenix, Arizona. So I know Ooh. it's a little, um, you know, in terms of the day, a little extended, right? We're not there yet, but there does come a lot of planning, organization, you know, production, catering, venue, marketing, you know, lining up and getting everything set up the right way. Right. So yeah, that's uh that's our event that we did in in Houston. That was really it was really great. We had amazing partners, partnerships, sponsors as well. We had Telemundo, which is one of the biggest TV media outlets in the nation. Oh, you had them there? Yeah, yeah, that's we were awesome. Uh, yeah, we were partnered up with them, so that was really awesome. So the event's fun. You know, one of the things that I like to also do is you know provide value during the day when it comes to educational stuff, but then also at night, you know, network, right? Have fun, network, have a drink. Um, you know, and again, meet the right people that you can relate to and build that relationship with someone to where, you know, potentially you can do business with them or strike a friendship or maybe have some sort of mentor where they could, you know, give you advice. And it's about providing people that opportunity that, you know, I had at a random bar at 1 a.m. on a random day on my buddy's birthday. But it's a little bit more, uh, you know, organized to where, hey, I'm giving you this opportunity to meet, you know, a lot of people that are, you know, high tier, high players you know, all in the right mindset, as well as you to come in, network, meet each other and, you know, build a relationship as well. And then we're going to have a guest DJ as well. So we have a surprise DJ, too, for the VIP event. So that's going to be exciting. Oh, I think we chatted about that. But hey, I won't say nothing. I yeah, won't say yeah nothing. I don't, I don't want to release it yet. We're, we're in the it. works. We're going to finalize the contract. So that's going to be exciting for the night thing. You know, it gives you something to look forward to and connect a lot with the speakers as well. And then during the day, we're going to have some amazing speakers. I know you're coming as well to come and speak. Uh, we have also a few. I don't want to name them yet, but they're pr they're pretty popular, really big, influential people. One of them is good friends with Andrew Tate. So let's we could, you know, kind of have a sense there of, you know, the caliber of people that we're bringing. So we really want to yeah. encourage everyone to come in from, you know, every sort of background to, to the event to learn. Yeah, I love it. Um, man, it's going to be I'm I'm so excited for it. Um, I also noticed, too, it's like, um, you know, I feel like. I mean, guys, if you're seeing this screen right now, I know if you're on Apple or, or or Spotify, you're just listening. But if you are just listening, head over to the Service Legends Facebook group or DM me so I can I can get you this information. But um, talk to me about the pricing a little bit because you know you see a lot of different events super expensive these days, right? Yeah. Um, why are you guys choosing to make this more reasonable, more affordable? Um, you know, because you guys could probably charge, you know, triple, quadruple these these prices if you wanted to. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's a great question. A lot of my friends that, you know, do also events, you know, we've catered and, be, you know, created a good friendship. 
And, you know, they do have ticket prices where it's a little bit steep, right? You know, for your regular GA ticket, it might be around $900, $950. For me, I'm not looking to, to maximize profits. Luckily enough, you know, I'm very fortunate to where we have a lot of partners and sponsors that are able to help pretty much financially back up the, the event itself. Right. So since we have all these amazing partnerships and sponsors, you know, they come in, they promote their product and service, but then also they're catering to a good cause. And having said that, because of them, we're able to, to lower the cost on the ticket price because we're not really looking to make a profit at all. Right. The whole idea of it is to build the brand in the conference itself to encourage people to come and attend. And the ticket price is low because, I mean, you know, sometimes it's tough. Right. We're not I'm, no one's looking to, to maximize it from this point. We want to give someone the opportunity. Right. That they deserve. And mm. you're all the way in New York and you have to buy a plane ticket to come to the event, which we actually had people do that. The ticket price is so low that, you know, it's affordable. Right. right? So we want to make it fair for everyone and we want the opportunity and, you know, the equality in terms of the financial gap to be doable for people. Right. Oh, and that's again, yeah. that's also thanks to the sponsors as well. So big shout out to all of them that have been involved and are going to be involved. Yeah. Well, I mean, I love the vision behind it, too, because uh, in a world where everyone's trying to. Um, you know, it seems like people are more focused on profit. Um, mm. and, 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 um, which is not a bad thing. Hey, you know, it's America capitalism. You got to make money. But yeah. I, I just really love that you had that vision, um, to get more people in the door because there's going to be people that barely afforded the cheapest ticket, you know? Mm. And even if it's, you know, whatever, you know, a couple hundred bucks or whatever it ends up being, I know it's like a hundred bucks for the cheapest one. They're going to buy that ticket, barely make it to the event. And within a year, two, three years, they're going to be completely turned around, profitable, thriving. Mm -hmm. Like that person is is living right now and has not bought the ticket, and but they will be there, you know. And that and that thought for me just gets me all excited, you know. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, no, dude, you'd be surprised. Back then, I, when I first wanted to make this a thing, I was doing it the old-fashioned way, you know, going in person, talking to people. You know, trying to see people that would be aligned with the vision. Luckily enough, I did. And I was able to provide that. But a lot of the times when I was going at the very beginning, man, I was broke. I was just I was hustling, you know, just trying to make a name for myself. I remember when I actually got Telemundo involved, I woke up in the morning and I was like, man, I really need the affiliation of a big TV media outlet that can help promote and endorse this conference. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to show up <laughs> broke. No, nothing to my name at that time. You know, and then I showed up. I met JC. He at actually, thought, yeah, at the studio. He actually thought I was delivering a painting. He was like, well, are, you are you the guy delivering the painting? And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, I'm, I'm here because I'm hosting a really big event for the Hispanic community. And I'd like to see if you guys would be interested in being a part of it. And he just looked at me for a second. He had kind of admired the courage. I was like, first of all, he's like, how'd you get through security? <laughs> and I was like, I, I told him I had an appointment. And he was like, you're a closer. He's like, come in, man, let's talk. And then we, ended up becoming, we still are really good friends. But, you know, again, pretty much to what you're saying, adding on to that, you know, in terms of, you know, if you have $1 to your name or a thousand, a hundred thousand, doesn't matter, right? There's always a way, you always find a way to to make it happen. Yeah. And like the, like the old saying in sales, it's like, you know, if a salesperson's like, no, hey, they keep missing the meeting. I can't get people to show up to meetings, whatever. It's like, okay, sure. Nowadays there's automation, but like, you know, the old way of doing it when I was doing sales back, you know, when I was first started, um, it's like the doctor is always going to make time. Like a busy doctor, brain surgeon will always make time for things that are important to him, you know? Mm -hmm. And if like, if growing your business is important, if changing your life is important, not just changing your life, but your family's life, especially, um, like, you know, just like generations potentially, 
Um, like it's going to require you to, uh, uh, to, to make this important, you know, it's gonna require you to set this aside. Um, and again, guys, I'm going to come back through and post the link. Um, so you guys can go check it out at any time. Um, and I'd love to maybe explore, um, us, um, you know, I know, you know, I'm going to be speaking and I'm going to be, um, sponsoring, but I'd love to maybe get some, um, some tickets. Um, maybe if it's like 10 or something like that, that we purchase or we support, um, mm -hmm. and, uh, we can give them out, you know, to people. Absolutely. Yeah, after the call, um, I'll send you over some information. I'll have my team yeah. coordinate something. But yeah, absolutely. We can make that yeah, I'd happen. Love to. So if you're in Phoenix or around the country and you honestly are like, shoot, I want to come, but I am struggling right now, but I want to learn this information, um, mm -hmm. DM me because um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you guys get there. Um, and um, somehow we'll figure it out. Um, but I believe that there's people out there that are, are, are thinking, I can't do it. This is not going to work, but if they came, it could transform their lives. And I want to support that. Um, any, any final thoughts, man, you want to share with the audience? Um, cause this is live now, but we'll keep it, um, replaying in the group as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, you know, in terms of what we have with the event, you know, I think it's honestly, every, everyone's encouraged to come because I think the value itself is, you know, there's no price on that value with what you're going to learn. There might be one sentence, one quote. You know, something you hear from someone, maybe not even the speakers, it could be someone you just met that's in the audience yeah. as well that could really give you a whole different perspective on things. But, you know, having said that, you know, the most important thing that I would want anyone to get out of, you know, this conversation is one of my favorite quotes that I actually recently learned from Alexander the Great. He said, I conquered the world, but I never conquered myself. Mm. And this is a guy that <laughs> almost literally conquered the world at, at a really young age. And that kind of hit me and resonated with me. And, you know, I want people to really understand, understand the value of that message, right? If you can become a better person, it would automatically reflect on your business, you know, mm. getting closer to God, getting closer with your family, um, you know, setting aside time for yourself, you know, for prayer, emotional health, physical health, you know, eating the right stuff. I've been, I've been sober. I haven't had alcohol maybe in like five months. Wow. And I think that's one of the best things that I could have ever done. You know, I'm, I'm 26. And, you know, you're kind of at that age at 26 where, you know, a lot of people like to drink, but I started to really prioritize things. And then the moment I just cut it off, everything started to even become more effective, more better. I'm sharper. I'm more clear. And at first I thought it was all BS. I was like, oh, man, people are just saying that. But if you give it, you know, give it the 21 day habit. They say it takes 21 days to create a habit. You do it for 21 days. You'll see results for sure. Yeah, I love that, man. So yeah. there's so if you're listening, by the way. There's no alcohol at this event, okay? So don't come thinking you're going to drink. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, we're going to bring you guys to Phoenix, and it's a retreat for uh, for no drinking. No, I'm just. Kidding. It's really a rehab. <laughs> it's a clinic for everyone. Yeah. It's a business rehab with. know. <laughs> that's that. awesome, man. No, that's really cool, and I love your message. You know, I love your message. It's not just about business; it's about people. Yep. And if we can improve people, we can improve businesses. We can improve families. And um, especially for this community, man, it, you know, it's just a very inspiring, um, you know, for, you know, for me as well. So, um, man, I'm more, more than honored to be a part of this at any level. Uh, super excited uh, to contribute and um, looking forward to be on your podcast. Maybe I'll be available this weekend. Uh, Absolutely. Weekend, yeah. so we'll see. Give me a call or a text and then we'll get everything set up with our team here and then we could you know, film some stuff and, you know, talk about some different things as well. Maybe get more personal about our lives or, 
you yeah. know, things that, you know, really do matter as well. Not just aside from the business, but I'm more yeah. than happy to. Yeah, I'd love to, man. All right, guys, stay tuned. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. And uh, we also, if you're still listening, um, I don't see anyone live here, but if you're listening on the replay or on Apple, Spotify, we also have a webinar this month coming up about hiring. Uh, and I have a really, really, really good guest, industry expert to come share on that. So stay tuned for that. You know, get some updates about that via email and here in the group. Um, outside of that, guys, have an amazing week and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks, man. Thanks. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painted Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.